everybody. Welcome to the Heed Army podcast. Um, to say, first of all, apologies uh, for the last two shows we've had advertised. Circumstances have stopped us from being able to do it, of course. Um, but um, say back tonight, and we've got a guest coming on, uh, Halifax fan, uh, Luke. He also has a podcast as well on the National League. He has a lot of people on. I think he was talking to the Dorkin manager the other night uh, and chairman. So we'll be talking to him to preview the game tomorrow. We'll also be having a little look back at the Maidstone game as well, because it was the first win of the season. I think it's only right we look back at it. There's some good goals and uh, a lot of players returned to form as well. I think Greg Ollie looked fantastic in that game. We'll be talking about that. Uh, also as well, we'll probably preview and talk a little bit about the Boreham Wood game. Plus we probably won't be able to broadcast before then, but we will be providing full match commentary of that next Saturday, I'll be joined by Mark Carruthers, and uh, we're going to have lots of things to talk about. So we've got messages coming in. It is a fully interactive show. This is how you do it. Send in your message on the live chat, wherever you're watching, whether it be on Facebook or on YouTube, and bring your messages like this. And David Tron has put evening, uh, lads. Great to hear from you. We've got uh, Mason Ford as well. I say thank you very much. Uh, evening, lads. How are you cool. doing? So, yeah, we're doing all right. As uh, Plodding along, aren't we, Mickey? Trying my best too, miss. Definitely <laughs> are. Um, and Craig's, but um, even lads, you okay? Good result against Maidstone, wasn't it? Certainly was. Well, let's get into that and put it on in the background. Um, of, of course, the footage supplied by Kids of CTV YouTube. Do subscribe to them as well. And while you're at it, subscribe to us, help us uh, reach more people. But, um, from the very get-go, Mickey, this felt like Gateshead of last season. Uh, we were dominant in possession. We looked dangerous. We were carving out chances. And look at this. I mean, Paul Blackett was just having the defenders' lives in the in the pace race. And oh, uh, yeah. it was it was it was a beautiful game to watch. It was a good game to watch. Uh, not if you found Maidstone, obviously. Um, yeah. But they've been threatening to do this all season. To be fair. Yeah. Um, we've been in, how was it, so many we played now, seven, I'm not sure now, seven games I think it is. We've been in all seven. Yeah. I mean, and obviously I... we won, won the seventh one, but the six before that were all in them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't been like outclassed. Uh, I mean, that was a beautiful finish there by Paul Blackett. Oh, I mean, fantastic. It, it, it was a great goal, the, the ball from Ollie, and then this finish, look at that, just dinked it over. Beautiful. Outside of the foot now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great turn inside, nutmegs the defender and thinks there with a keeper with the outside of his foot. You can't ask for more more than that. We certainly can't. I mean, feel for the keeper in them situations because they're in no man's land because of the way the work that was done by Blackett to get himself in that position. Um, but yeah, it's it just a just a fantastic performance. And every time he went forward, he looked like he was gonna get in on goal when he's right. with the ball. And uh well, that man as well there, Campbell, I uh, just put that one a little bit deeper than what he would have liked, but another great performance from Adam. Uh, I mean... Started on fire, any? Yeah, I mean, but obviously himself and Blackett now currently on four goals apiece. You know, a lot was said about, and, and still is in certain quarters, about Langstaff and Kedwin leaving. Look, that's ancient history. They're going on doing good things, great for them. But these lads are stepping up and they're filling the boots at the minute and... Let's not forget, it's been a step up and we're holding ourselves well and scoring goals now and you can't ask for anything more. And look, at I mean, that was a beautiful tackle there as well from Kenton Richardson. He's been an absolute revelation. Oh, yeah, so that's, well, him, Blackett and Campbell have started the season on fire. Yeah, I mean, almost um, just inches away there. 
Um, it's, uh, he's, and you've got to remember, Dave, we've lost, you know, with poor Jarvis hasn't had to kick the ball in anger and Lewis Knights and Aaron Martin's only played a game and a half, is it? Two, two and a half games. Yeah. He's been injured. The squad look, the squad kind of look quite tasty when you, when they're uh, to come back. Of course, and we add into the mix a new signing, Adi Youssef as well, Tanzanian international, obviously played with uh, Yeovil, Chesterfield, right. Wrexham, to name a few. Um, had a great spell at uh, Solihull Moors um, a few seasons ago, which earned him a move into the Football League. It didn't work out, but the lad looks big, he looks strong, he looks fast. And, you know, we mentioned about Aaron Martin adding a little bit more to the attack to have two big lads up there with the the selection of strikers we have already is a it's a really nice uh it's a nice selection isn't it to pick from for the, nice for the management make in busted the make um and if you look on twitter the little use of uh, comments weren't exactly complimentary with it <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't. I see, I see a couple, yeah, I'd rather. I mean, I, I'm not being funny. We've we've had players in the past, and people have asked for how they've been. You've went, oh, good luck with that, and they went on had a fantastic career away from Gateshead. And you know, the lad can do it at this level. He's proved he can do it at this level. Look, he's had a few moves in a few years in a time that was not the greatest for footballers. He's playing behind closed doors a lot of the time as well, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Let's put. Like brass tacks down, Yeovil aren't the club they were. They're in a transitional period. They've had a lot of relegations in successive seasons, and they're back in the National League from the Championship they were in not so long ago. So they've got high standards, what they're looking at. And if people aren't hitting them, hitting the ground running, well, their loss is hopefully our gain. That's the way I, I look at it. Like I say, I won't pass judgment until I've seen the lad play myself. Exactly. So. And, and uh, you know, we, we talk about. Mike Williamson and uh, Ian Watson and the team, uh, they vet the players before they bring them in and he seems an absolutely fantastic, beautiful person. He has a, a charity in his name uh, to help people in Tanzania. Hopefully we can get him on and talk about that. He seems like he's cut from the cloth that the type of players we go for. Um, so, you know, as I say, reserve judgment and hopefully we'll see you can do his talking on the pitch in a gated shirt. Uh, we've got loads more messages coming in. When is Martin back? I think he'll be back tomorrow or in contention at least. Um, hello, gents. Bit good, the Chesterfield game uh, being called off, but very good performance against Maidstone. Can't wait uh, to see the lads perform against Halifax on Tuesday. Yeah, I've, I will be speaking to Luke, the um, Halifax fan, very soon. And talking about that, uh, we've got Cow Daly. He's but uh, good to see you is back. Uh, thank you very much for everyone to join us. Also, as well, I've got to have some feedback from some people. Um, change things up on the commentary a little bit. We've been adding in like videos beforehand in the build up. We might broadcast a little bit longer, half an hour before, if you know, we can get our own interviews, which we'll hopefully be able to do with, um, in the, the coming weeks and put them out. But were people a fan of the live webcam during the game? Obviously. We cannot face it to the pitch at all um, when there's any live action going on. We can put it on half time, post uh, pre and post match, um, you know. But were people a, a fan of seeing crowd movement and the, you know the reaction of the crowd during the game? Would they like that, or would they prefer the actual just playing screen? 
so if you could let us know, we'd like some feedback. We're always trying to improve it. We're always trying to do new things, and we want to make it. Yeah, well, that would be the good thing because uh, we have been putting up highlights of the the podcast. Um, we are broadcasting to three places tonight. We've put it into the Heda- Gates of C Heed Army group, um, but it isn't bringing up actual Facebook users there. So you have to put your name if you comment if you're watching from in there. But this one's from Joey from the West Peter supporters. Uh, good luck tomorrow, lads. I'll be uh, there cheering on in person. Well, fantastic. Hopefully a good following down there. It's not. It's one of the shorter journeys. But look at this. This ball over the top. I mean, Alan when he come on, looked absolutely rapid. Looked on fire, you know. And credit to the lad. He tried to get Black Eddie's hat trick, didn't he? He laid off two oh. or three good chances um, to get Black Eddie's hat trick. Hey, Owen Gallagher had a good game as well. He looks. He looks good as well. Um, really, hopefully, really hopefully, well. Yeah, and also as well. I mean, let's. Say that Owen Bailey he switched drop back to centre back and then Jevon Mills come on as well because we had the two injuries in the uh, centre of defence, Magny and Kent Richardson having to go off uh, one at half time, one after half time. Um, you know, Jevon Evans, Evans looked he looked like a young mate Williamson, very comfortable on the ball, could move it nicely. And uh, I said just there uh, that Greg Ollie goal, how fantastic is the same getting back on the assists and scoring as well. Uh, I mean, I was joking on saying it was a cross, um, but it's a it's a great finish, absolute great finish. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's killed it with his and just bent the run the keeper. Excellent. I mean, here you are. Look, this is where he, he lays it off. He could, he, you know, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have complained if he went for a shot himself. He had done all the hard work, um, but yeah. It's easy to say in hindsight, Mickey. It's easy to say in hindsight. Um, we've got more messages coming in here. We've got Cow Daily. I've put, uh, I would love that. I, the webcam would be mint. Uh, I'm out very at the minute, so it would be late to see and feel more part of it. Sean Parry, uh, hi guys. Love the live feed and the crowd gives a good experience for home games. Well, we'll we'll continue to endeavour and do that. And uh, you know, if people like it, we'll we'll carry on doing it. Um, and also we'll try and say, get interviews and hopefully get some fan interviews at halftime. That would be pretty good. Or even viewer interviews. We could talk to somebody live for, uh, that's listening in from around the world. We could do that. Um, you know, That would be a good idea, I think. So if anyone's up for that, that lives around the world, expat, let us know and we can get you on live at halftime and get your thoughts and views. I think that would be a, a, a good little... Um, addition to the podcast um i mean we, we would do an, a, a post show show um you know uh, but it, it's cold and you want to get away from the game and also the stadium closes down so we can't just sit in an empty stadium broadcasting uh but you know uh, i think you know two and a half hours of broadcasting is enough uh <laughs> once we get the game out of the way but yes yeah. the, the club did interviews and bbc newcastle did interviews yeah uh, i think Covering live stuff will be uh, is all right, but remember we'll be doing that on Saturday with Mark Curve as, as well against Boreham Wood. But just going back to the Maidstone game, I mean, yes, they pulled one back at the end. Um, it was a fantastic header. There was two defenders went up. I said the wrong one in commentary, but if you watch the angle of the goal, it's very hard to see who actually gets the final contact of it, especially from the position we were in. Um, but needless to say, it's, it's a bullet header. But the lads, I mean, it would have been nice to end of a clean sheet, but to win by three goals at home, you kind of complain. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. You end up picking if you if you complain at a 4-1. I mean, 
Mike and Busted probably were a little bit disappointed to let that goal in, but mm-hmm. as a fan and if you scored four goals, you 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 kind of the main one gun, didn't you? No, not at all. And I mean, look at the movement, look at the passing there. It was it was just an absolute joy on Saturday. And if Blackett had got the hat trick, it would have been the icing on the cake. But uh, you can't yeah. be too greedy. Uh, at all but uh, we are going to be joined by our guest very shortly we're going to quickly play some adverts uh say well we'll put it on to see the goal that they scored there whereabouts is it i mean it's up here coming up there oh just went past it do you not want to see it okay we'll turn it off well we'll go with the masses <laughs> right. well uh we'll be back in a sec we're just going to play an advert and then we'll bring our guest in to uh join us so this is uh northern print solutions vote there help you wouldn't be able to broadcast and uh we'll be back very very shortly As you can see, we've been joined by Luke, uh, our resident Halifax fan for today. And of course, he does the National League podcast as well on YouTube. So, Luke, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers for having me on uh, the podcast. I'm much appreciated. Oh, no. Thank you very much. Um, say, last year, you had a good season in the National League. You're flying high and looking good. Yeah. This season, a uh, very different story. Um, what, what do you think has been the, the, the key factor in that? I think just the, you know, massive, significant turnaround that we've had um, from the players, you know, the significant losses that we've had. For example, Billy Waters, 20 goals he scored last season. Kieran Green in that midfield, you know, our defence was basically raided, you know, to sides. And then obviously losing your manager, you know, is, is a big, big, it's a, you know, it's a massive turnaround at the end of the day. Yes, we've got the assistant who, you know, was there last season. So you've got that sort of continuity. But it's still a massive loss losing someone like Pete Wilde, who's obviously gone to Barrow now in the Football League. And yeah. it just feels like we're not consistent. We don't know our best 11 at the moment. We've got a bigger squad than we usually have. I think we've invested highly more than we usually do because of last season. And, you know, we've got we've cashed in on a few players who departed from the clubs uh, last season. So we've got a bigger squad this season. But it just doesn't seem that like we know our best eleven. There's a lot of players, there's a, yeah. a few, a few players in fact, that haven't actually yet featured um, in the team. And I think the star players from last season that are still with us, and the players that were uh, here last season, are the ones who performed, you know, the best when they've played. And you know, Warburton, I think he's going to be back tomorrow. He's a very good player, one of the key players um, in the previous campaign. So that's someone you should keep um, your eye out for. Yeah, and uh, also as well, there's a name familiar to Gated fans, uh, of course, that's joined you in the summer in Jack Hunter. Has he got much of a run in the team yet? You know what? He, he hasn't particularly yet. Um, I didn't go to Maidenhead away, and I've missed Wheelstone away, um, and they're the two I've missed this season. Um, and I think it was, which game was it now? Uh, Scunthorpe away, he started, um, and obviously we, we won there. And I was really impressed with him in that midfield. You know, he was sort of like that, missing sort of piece, I thought, in the midfield. I, I really liked him. He was spraying passes along, good with his feet, did a lot of the dirty work as well. Yeah. I was actually really impressed with um, him as well. And you know, I think he was the first signing of the summer. There was a lot of like 
did he particularly get in at Gateshead? Why, why are we signed to play like him? But when I've seen him play, mm-hmm. he's been brilliant in my opinion. Yeah, he, I felt he was always unlucky. Gateshead, he, he was. Yeah. He, he never ever let us down, and can also play a centre back, you know, if needed, and very good in the air as well. And it was one of those ones when he left, you were like, oh, but you can understand it. Gates has got a, a very strong midfield. Yeah. And for him to, you'd have to be doing something. I don't know. I don't know what he would have to do to have gotten forced his way into Gates' midfield. That's the, the thing at the moment. It's very strong. And we've got, we can say we've brought new players and haven't even featured yet through injury. But yeah. when he left, it was a, a bit of a blow, wasn't it, Miggy? Just, when he signed for Halifax, I was thinking, well, why he went there? It was, I was scratching my head and I'm thinking, then you think about it and you think, well, is he going to push Bailey out? Is he going to push? He's not going to push Greg Ollie out. He's not going to push yeah. Dan Ward out too. You're thinking, well, yeah, fair enough. I understand why. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, players, still... you mentioned Kieran yeah. Green. I thought he was a great player. Yeah, he never, got, never really got looking at gates at Kieran Green. You know, Kieran Green, he was, he was one of our standout players. I know it took him a bit of time to settle he, in. He but was, yeah, he was very young and a rough diamond when he, when he came yeah. to us. But um, it was one of those things where we weren't a club that was able to nurture a young player along at the time. Yeah, uh, I know you went through a lot of financial... Was it during, you, you know, when you were going through a lot of financial issues? Uh, no, he was here He was here a few seasons before that. I think he was about 18, 19 when he came to us, yeah. wasn't he? Uh, I think Stevie Watson brought him in, didn't he? He might have done, yeah. I think he come from uh, Hartlepool, didn't he? Originally. Yeah, he was at Hartlepool, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, he was a good, a good little player, Kieran Green. It's just a shame things went a bit awry. Uh, mm-hmm. He wanted, I think, he wanted to play first team football as well. And I think mm-hmm. he went up to Blythe, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. went up to Blythe, did well. Then yeah. went to Europe. But as I say, obviously, Luke, I'm guessing you're a little bit younger than us. We've had some fantastic uh, games over the years. I mean, for us, notably, we remember when you were in the Football League and we knocked you out in the FA Cup. That one was a a notable game for us at the Shea. Um, Mm -hmm. But last time we were there, we got beat 1-0, opened up by a beautiful Jordan Preston goal. He he did little else in the game, I must add. Um, But I I do do, do remember that game. I remember Jordan Preston as well scoring, Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? We always play you like Boxing Day, isn't it? It's that sort of time. Yeah. Am I getting that mixed yeah. up? Of a call that we always used to play you around Boxing Day. It yeah, was a bit yeah. weird because thinking about it, Gateshead and Halifax. It's not actually that close, is it? it no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> At the minute, you, Halifax is probably the closest what we've mm-hmm. got in the National League. Uh, yeah, York. Probably yeah. York. York. Is that who well, you've got on Boxing Day this year? I'm guessing. Yeah, York. Yeah. Uh, it's only 80 miles yeah, <laughs> for a derby. But uh, obviously, you'll be looking to hopefully turn things around. What's the general mood amongst the Halifax fans at the moment? Is it, is it a bit of unrest or can you see a, a light at the end of the tunnel at the minute? Um, I think prior to Scunthorpe away, um, the stand, that south stand, the stand behind the girl, it was getting really toxic. I'm not going to lie. You, you could sort of feel the atmosphere um, you know, the quietest that I probably heard it, but not in a good way where the game just dead. It was generally just yeah. like, what are we doing? It, it was just, it was sort of like demoralising to see because of how good we've been in the past three, uh, previous three seasons, in fact, under Pete Wilde. And I think that was sort of the turning point. Well, I don't know if you could say the turning point, but the point where we really did start to realise, right, we need to you know, 
get together and we really do need to sort it out now uh, going forward because, to be honest, at home to Notts County, it was very even until they scored and then the confidence just dropped. Um, and, yeah, that's that seemed to be seemed to be the problem but yeah going I think it was good to get away from the share because of how you know the atmosphere was it were quite toxic you know fans were turning there were boos at full time you know you, you really didn't like to see it you know fans say you know when they're clapping and fans saying just go away we don't want to speak to you but then to get away um to somewhere like Scunthorpe and away day um they're struggling themselves and we played reasonably well I still don't think it's been a top I don't think we've seen that top performance yet. I think we are going to. I think there'll be a time. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's going to be tomorrow where you know the floodgates because I think when the team does click, I think we'll be on it. I, yeah. I can see it in this squad. I know there's quality there, but going to Scunthorpe, you know, we played pretty well. We still weren't really taking our chances, which has been a problem. Mm-hmm. And then getting a point away at Maidenhead, which is a bit of a bogey side for us, I must admit. Yeah. It's a decent point. You know, we, we want three points, but I'll take a point. Especially yeah. if we can beat Hughes uh, tomorrow, that would be a perfect yeah. result. Um, because we still won at home. Were and, you know, say, I can't remember there. the last time we beat you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you, you were you are a bit of a bogey. So we had a lot of draws with you over the years. Yeah, we're always, yeah. it was always low scoring. I remember when all like one all, one nil. Yeah, it's, it's got so I think everyone's like thinking tomorrow it's going to be a draw, low scoring, nil nil or one all, one nil, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, well, hopefully, hopefully it's a bit more entertaining for the people that are going to be there. Just the one, just the one. remember this player, Brown. Is that? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think which one, which Brown. Uh, FA Trophy uh, scored the winning penalty against Gateshead. Oh, yeah, lovely man. Yes, I remember that night well as well. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, how, how's Alan Martin doing at you, your guys now? He was a decent little player for us up front. You know, he came in in a good side last season. I thought and. He were good with his feet, good at holding the ball up. At, yeah, scored yeah. a goal away at Notts County, very well taken goal. Mm. Um, and I was quite sad that we didn't sign him on, to be honest. Um, how's he doing at your guys? I know he's been injured on it. He's been injured away, but the two games he's played, he was excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, everyone looks and says that we lost, obviously, Macaulay Langstaff and Kedwin Scott, yeah. but he had a lot, something a lot. Lots of well, he had something very different up front to what we had in those three players. They liked the ball, especially McCoy Langstaff, like to run onto the ball, like to run into the you know, run the defenders. Whereas he had something very different where he can hold the ball up, he can ping the ball up, good in the air. He, he's not, he doesn't shy away from a physical battle with a central defender. And I think, as you say, I think, I think there's more to come from him. And I so, said, very welcome addition from what I've seen so far. If you can carry on in the same vein, then you know that you'd see him getting goals very soon. Seemed for us to be a bit of like a, a plan B, in fact. So if it wasn't going our way, and he's the sort of player you can bring on, you know, to offer something different, in fact. Yeah. Like last season, you, you, I don't know if you remember him, but Billy Waters, he wasn't, I wouldn't say, someone who, you know, could carry the ball forward and take on three plays. He was just always in the right areas. Yeah. And that seems to be something we're missing. So, you know, them crosses coming in, we're getting a lot of crosses in, I've noticed, that based off data and stuff. And um, we're not taking them. And I know we signed Manny away from Grimsby and you know, he hasn't lived up to expectation as of yet. He's not really hungry like he was in the playoffs in the box, like what I've seen from him. Yeah. Um, where last season, although Billy Waters was very small, he'd always find little areas where he could like niggle in, 
get at the back post, you know, be in those right positions at the right time. That's how come he scored so many goals. But yeah, I think it'd be good uh, when Warburton is back for us, which I'm hoping will be tomorrow because we desperately need that attacking midfielder. Yeah, I think it's a, we, we, we're hoping that Martin's back just to add that because we've had a, quite a few injuries. Yeah. Uh, I think to have that option in front because this year we've been cross, crossing a lot of crosses into the box and it's a, it is a more physical league. Uh, you know, yeah. The players are bigger than what they were in the National League North, North especially the defenders. And uh, we need someone in the mix and pot like that that's going to be there to, to battle for them because... God bless our strikers. They're scoring goals, but the the five foot eight, if they're lucky, uh, yeah. across across the front, and um, yeah, they're not going to do very well in the aerial battles. But they need that big man up there, and of course, we've added uh, Adi Yusuf as well into the mix. We haven't seen. I don't know if his yeah, good so yeah, we're very positive going forward. It's just uh, hopefully the the game lives up to what we're all expecting, especially with missing the games at the weekend. I have a thing. I think what are oh, gone. Sorry. Um, carry on. Let's Halifax win, they'll jump above us. Yeah, yeah. So, I know a couple of weeks ago we, we were above it, keeps changing. And it's you got that yeah. first win, which sort of um scares me a little bit. You know, you get in that first win, does it does it feel like it's clicked now at Gates Head? Do you know, do you know what, a lot of momentum? What, what you may find silly is that we we've clicked from day one, it's just we haven't put the ball mm. in back the net. We've dominated yeah. say, for large periods of the game, even against Notts County, we looked. Mm-hmm. As good, um, and Wrexham, even though we lost three one, afterwards it was just all praise from the Wrexham fans saying, "How did you, you know, with ten men, you come here and, and stifled were you played the better yeah. football?" So We've had a lot of possession, I've I've noticed um, Gates had as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called the process. Yeah, the manager calls it the process. Uh, that's the key word up here at the moment. But uh, yeah, it should be good. But I ask you about your podcast. Obviously, people will be able to see your Twitter handle in your name there. Yeah. Um, so, w- when do you broadcast? Do you have set days or do you do it when you get guests lined up and things like that? Um, it's usually every Thursday um, evening live. And then I'll bring like guests on. I've done like tonight, I've been pre recording with certain guests. Um, yeah. And I try to. What I hate about the National League is when a certain side gets you know more coverage than another. In the National League, so oh, yeah. my aim is to try, you know, diverse it and bring every club into game. That's why I sort of started it. Um, but yeah, I do it every Thursday. Just do pre-recorded. Well, I do a lot of pre-recorded interviews. Put them on the live, like I'm sure yeah. you do at times, and also bring people on um, live just to talk about, you know, anything to do with the National League. And yeah, I built up my knowledge over the summer because I decided because I basically doing what you're doing now, doing Halifax, you know, dominant Halifax stuff, and I. I got to the point where I wanted to do something different. Um, and obviously I've gone to the National League and I've obviously like built up my data or my knowledge of the National League now over the summer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just taken off from there. But yeah, sometimes it can be like on Sunday. Sometimes it's pre-recorded, but streamed live on a Thursday as like a premiere. Yeah. It just all varies depending on times and stuff like that. Yeah, I will say want everyone to like and subscribe uh Luke's channel. Uh get onto that. And I say he did have the uh Dawkins manager chairman on the other week, didn't he as well? Yeah, good. He was a real nice guy, yeah, Mark. Yeah. So like to say have a have a look at that. Um we've got a message here by one of our listeners. One second, I'll quickly put that up. Colin Scott. It's with House Halifax pitch, uh cutting up badly a couple of weeks oh. ago. 
Bla- don't blame the club, blame the council. That's all I can say. To oh, be we've been there. We've been there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, I don't know about Gateshead, but um, I think we both have the same sort of problem. We both have massive stadiums, mm-hmm. you know, and we. I don't think either of us own them, do we? No. No. Yeah, we don't own ours. So, yeah. So it's all to do with like the council. And we share, I don't know, I'm sure you've probably had other events on, haven't you, at, at Gateshead Stadium before? Yeah. Olympics, something like that, you had running oh, or something like, like that. The, the, the Diamond Athletics and yeah, things. something and like that. Also um, the Harriers well, Shed Stadium yeah. for training and, and events. But yeah. it, we've had rugby, we used to share it with Gated Thunder and also Newcastle Falcons played there for a number of times. Mm-hmm. And it did used to cut kill the pitch. I know yeah, that seems to be the problem with us because we share it with Halifax Panthers, but I think what frustrates the football fans is the Shea historically is a football pitch and it's over a hundred yeah. years old. Obviously, we developed it, you know, when we were going when we, we had to basically up the stadium so we'd stay in the football league so we wouldn't be, you know, de derelegated. Yeah. Um, and then obviously all the financial issues came with that because of how big the stadium was. Um, and na- and then we had to sell it to the council when we reformed. Um, and I think the club sort of have the opinion, well, we don't really want to say anything about it because, for all we know, they could just plant a BMQ on it or something like that. Yeah. You know, that's all it really takes. And it frustrates us. And what tends to happen is the start of the season, the pitch is really nice um, and it's perfect. It's the proper, you know, one of the best pitches in the league you'll probably get uh, football and surfaces. And then as the season goes on, it gets worse because the rugby kicks in and stuff like that. Um, and you, especially in the winter months, it becomes less of a footballing sort of side Halifax to more of just hoof it up and hope for the best. Um, and we always used to have to change the way we played. Where this season from the off, and I didn't even notice it because it doesn't look that bad from how high up we are uh, in the south stand. But it's um, I think it were a Notts County correspondent. I saw it on Twitter and it looked dreadful. It was quite embarrassing, to be honest. You know, yeah. I'm not being disrespectful to this club whatsoever, but Maidenhead's pitch would probably be better than that. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It, it was quite embarrassing, to be honest, to see well, that. And I think you can't about use it. 10 years, ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, our pitch actually died and we're playing, <laughs> Barrow, we're playing Barrow on Boxing Day. And the ball was kicked in it. it I think it was uh, Mr. Boyd, uh, Adam Boyd, scored the winning goal in yeah. that game. But the ball was kicked from about the edge of the box and it, it stuck in the mud and stopped on the goal okay. line. That's how bad it was and it got poked home. But the players, when they come off the pitch, said the, the, the pitch was rotten. It stunk. It was decomposing. It was just... And when, then we ended up playing home games in Boston, Carlisle. We were we were everywhere. So we know about bad pitches. It's, uh... Yeah, I'm sure you will. We had, um, I think, one point a long time ago, we had to share with um, Rochdale. Um, I think uh, well, not Rochdale. We went into Rochdale Stadium because of yeah. something to do with the Shea or something. I don't think the council actually prioritised the stadium. Um, as it, I don't think they prioritise the football club for the stadium. It seems to be all about the rugby and Halifax. Yes, we know our attendances are pretty poor for the population of the town. You know, we've just po- probably got to you know live with that. It is what it is. But you know, it seems like the council sort of turning away fans from that. Yeah. Um, and it, and it is becoming a problem. And, you know, because it's council-owned and because, you know, we're not attracting 5,000, 6,000, you know, like other sporting events can, you know, can in other towns. Yeah. Um, it seems that, you know, the council aren't too fussed about the football club. And it's like it's just a problem for them, which is 
you know, quite quite poor to be honest, um, from my perspective. Yeah. I think I mean, because when Halifax are doing well, you get good crowds. Yeah. Yeah, we used to. It's, I, I don't know what it is about Halifax. Like, you look at the history of our club. Obviously, we, we've reformed and everything. But you look at the history of our club and stuff. Um, look at some of you know the teams that we've faced. Even the attendances we've had. We've had thirty-seven thousand uh, before. You know, back in I think nineteen fifty-one against Tottenham. Yeah. Um, and now we barely can scrape two thousand. Yes, we're in the National League, but you'd be expecting a lot more than that. But I just don't think it, it gets out enough. The football club around the town. I don't think there's enough promotion about it. But I think what annoys me is you'll go to like let's say Wembley. We took twelve thousand there. Um, you think of um, we had Charlie once in the National League North playoff final, and they were just under eight thousand there. Um, mm. You know, for a game against Charlie, and I think Charlie bought about a thousand. So you know, we've attracted seven thousand in the playoffs before. So. You just can't really put. I can't really put my finger on what the we've, problem we've, is. We've, we've got that problem as well. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 is it Leeds? Yeah. Leeds' resurgence might have affected Halifax. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Huddersfield as well around near uh, near us as well. So yeah, there's a lot of problems. Bradford as well, and then you know Man City and Man United are only you know half a, forty minutes away over the Pennines, aren't they? So that doesn't yeah. help either. No, it certainly doesn't. But um, we, someone was asking us to ask you um, before we came on air, is there any commentary available tomorrow for people that aren't able to travel? Um, Yeah, there is. Um, it's on the Halifax, um, I don't know what the thing is, uh, Mixel, but it does seem to cut out a bit sometimes. Um, I, will, I will heads up. But, yeah, it's, it's good It's good commentary. Um, mixer. Yeah, um, yeah, Mixer, that's it, yeah. Um, I'll look. At, I'll obviously. I'll, I'll look forward to uh, listening to your commentary as well uh, yeah. when we make the journey up to um, Gateshead. I wouldn't if I was he, because he does it and he's crap. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get high pitched and scream at all. Hello to that one Maidstone fan that said I should give up uh, and not squeal as much. <laughs> what you want? Me um, to be honest, he's a, he's a, he's doing really well. Considering he's never done it before and he's self-taught, he's done really well. Yeah. Make us blush. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing any more smoke up your grin, I mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Luke, just before we go, could you, do you want to give away your social media so people can follow and subscribe to your channel? Yeah. Um, on Twitter, it is Vanarama National League Podcast. On YouTube, it's VNL Podcast. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I don't particularly bother with that. Um, yeah, like I've mentioned, just weekly shows, like to get people's opinions, like people getting involved with that live chat and stuff like that. I, you know, I enjoy it, and that's why I really do it, to be honest, just to you know, be interactive with you know fans across the country. And yeah. even now, when you look at Wrexham across the globe, in fact. I know, I know. We, we yeah. had um, a lad on from the Rex. I forgot his name now. Yeah. Nathan. Nathan. Nathan yeah. from uh, the Rob Ryan Red podcast, and uh, they say that they're living the dream at the minute, aren't they? Just the, the, the influx of, in, uh, yeah. And then the there's our, and then there's our two clubs, isn't they? That are you know still don't own a stadium, struggle with financial issues. Yeah, that, that's the difference, isn't it? And you know what will happen? We'll both beat them at home this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need so. And we'll yeah. make, make it into the documentary when they take snippets from our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Luke, thank you very much. An absolute yeah, cheers for having me on. I've I've really enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, well, Luke, you. keep cheers. doing what you're doing. You're doing a grand job, son. And for cheers. someone so young, well done. 
Yes. Cheers. Definitely. Thank you for that. I do appreciate thank it. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Take care. There we go. Luke, fantastic guest to have on, and uh, Joey's put top man. Uh, yeah. Certainly was great to have yeah. him on. Um, just great before to see we... young people like that. It is. Out, you know, obviously doing the same as us, and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him because he started earlier than us uh, as well. So you'll be able to take it further, hopefully. And he's you know, covering all the league and getting people on. So uh, right, like and subscribe, everybody. Always makes now, me giggle. Uh, no, just a little thing about that vicious little son of mine. Uh, <laughs> own, what do you do? Honestly, back is in bit. It's my own fault, right? I, I'm a saddle. You can see me wrestling toys behind us. I like watching AEW wrestling, and obviously the kids see it on. Now Jack has found the art of wrestling fun, and he'd be like, "Come on, Dad, let's wrestle!" And he beat the living sh- out of me the other day. <laughs> Only <laughs> uh, back is in bit. You wouldn't think a four-year-old could just absolutely destroy us, but um, yes, turns out dad's soft as anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah, we've got a mess from Frankie Hill, uh, smashing uh, lad, very knowledgeable, breath of fresh air. It is, yeah, he was, wasn't he, Frankie? To be honest, totally Look, agree. See, I had noticed him around for a while. Uh, he did ask us to go on his show, and I wasn't able to. Uh, hopefully, I can return the favour. He sent a message there. Cheers for having me on, lads. Thumbs up. No, great. Thank you for having for coming on. Uh, Luke, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, there is another game this week. Uh, obviously, we won't be able to broadcast later in the week. We uh, were unable to. Um, but Boreham Wood at home on Saturday, the return of Jamal Fifield. Very strong team. They've been strong in the National League for about four or five years now. Um, this is going to be a big test. Big test at home. It's going to be a test and a half. I mean, Halifax, let's not get wrong, Halifax is with bogey team, so that's still going to be a test. Yeah. Uh, and with Boreham Water, I think, are the, in the top five as well. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a very solid side. Yeah. They had a good FA Cup run last year. They are a solid unit. And Mr. Lucas, but he'd army wrestling coming soon. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what, there is coming soon, though. I can give you a little sneak peek. Mickey's already seen. One second. Oh, oh, there we go. One second. Let's go. Ooh, there we go. Look at that. He'd army podcast hats for the winter. Ooh. So we will do a proper advert on them once we oh, get the beard ones as well. Yeah, once we get the bar, oh yes, the, the handmade, once we get the uh, the badges on them, oof, wait for a beautiful advert of Mickey wearing nothing but the hat, strutting through Saltwell Park. Um, just the hat. Just the hat. And uh, we were me. thinking about making Willy Warmers, but the wife hasn't got knitting needles small enough. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Especially in the winter. Yeah. Thimbles. Can you knit a thimble? <laughs> The challenge is out I'm, there. Um, I'm sure Meg Baker's watching. Um, oh, Meg, yeah. can you knit thimbles? Yeah. So um, <laughs> we've got um, one second. Um, we've got there. Nudlove has signed uh, for Boreham Wood from Brackley. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. And uh, yeah. So let's see, he's doing doing well there. Seems to be you know settled in at that level. 
we know what he's going to be like. And um, Trina, is, uh, she put a laughing face there. So <laughs> obviously we don't know if my wife can make a, a willy warmer that small, but the challenge is there. <laughs> um, yeah, she said she's got a tiny machine to do it, so we'll see. If it was <laughs> well, that's just so did it. Yeah, so we're not going to have to get together, Mickey, and have a little measure up. So, yeah. um, uh, size you for a fiver. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> preview of the hat. It's going to be in the away colours. That the light doesn't do the colours justice, but that's it's going to be in the away colours. Uh, there we go. So the Heat Army podcast hat. There will be more to come from that in future weeks. So, and, and for then, those of you who've got a bit of appendage, just use the wool of the hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also. Child hats as well. Look at that. Oh, hey, we're, we're going to have the whole family kitted out in, uh, nearly said Willie Warmer's there, in hats. I'd love to see you later, Willie Warmer. Well, uh, I'll size her up for it later. Um, we've got. Um, Borenwood, uh, Mr. Lukes, but Borenwood have signed uh, some real good players, such as Danny Elliott from Boston. Of course, there was rumours uh, yeah. we could have been in for him. Uh, Lee Anderson from Brackley and Eric Sosa from Grimsby Town. So, yeah, Boreham were a strong unit last year. They've signed players in, you know, they've strengthened. But, so Gateshead, and uh, it should be a, a very good game. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can go on... It will be. Hopefully, we can go into that game on the back of getting something from uh, Halifax. You know, I would, I would take a point, but I would prefer three points, of course, as you always would. But if you can get a point on the road and then pick up more points at home, you can't complain. But the way we played against Maidstone, hopefully, that this the the game off due to the passing of the Queen, of course, at the weekend. Um, you know, has maybe give a little bit more time for players with knocks to get a little bit more. You know, recuperation in a little bit more training, a little bit more gym time, and the squad selection is hopefully a headache for uh, the management on uh, on uh, the weekend and tomorrow. I'd love to see Jarvis on the bench. Yeah, uh, ease him gently. Just be great to see uh, Dan Jarvis on the bench tomorrow, mm-hmm. and uh, also hopefully Adi Yusuf and and uh, Martin as well. Uh, you know, to have you know, if where either one starts or you know, or both start or whatever, and the cover you're going to have on the bench, the way we can change and adapt our our uh, way we're going to attack games because that's one thing at the minute we with having Martin out, we, we've only really got one way of do, breaking them down. You're going to have an aerial threat if we can bring in Yusuf or Martin in games going forward. So, and especially the way them lads can cross the ball in. I mean, Gallagher looked fantastic. And he was uh, excellent today against me. So, and I thought he was really good. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking about players who start the season well. I've yet to see Robbie Tinkler have a bad game. Again. I, I, don't, I don't think he's ever had one in his life. Um, we've got Robbie one here. Wrexham, but... Mr. Lucas, I'd like to say how brilliant Will Harris was against Maidstone. Uh, he came into the squad and he got used uh, used used to it very well. Yeah, he did all right against Maidstone. Uh, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's one of them people that you just hope can get a goal soon. You know, settle him down and get him, get him, you know, I'm not going to say up to speed, but get him, you know, just settled a little bit more and the goal <laughs> always helps a striker. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow? I'm going to go 3-1. 3-1? Three, 3-1. One. 
3-1. Yeah, I think we're going to pick up where we left off on Saturday. I'd like to think so. I'm going ones each. Ones each. Well, we'll uh, ask, put that out to everyone uh, in the chat as well if you'd like to give us uh, how many, oh, let's say how many goes, what your prediction is for tomorrow, uh, the way trip to uh, Halifax. I'm sure Mr. Luke will DM us the um, link for the commentary. We'll be able to put that out uh, tomorrow. Uh, even lads, a uh, great 4 1 win over Maidstone, great performance. Uh, we could have scored at least seven for me. Uh, we tried our hardest to get Black at a hat trick. We certainly did. Um, it would have been it would have been nice on the cake, but uh, yeah, no, Blackett was just. I, I'm really pleased for Blackett. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the episode's named after him, Blackett and Black. You know, a little play on ACDC there, but you no, know, the lads stepped up. You know, he had a, a bad end to the season, really. You know, injury wise throughout that campaign, but look, bided his time. He's come back strong. And he's scoring goals at the top level of non-league football, and doesn't yeah. look doesn't look out of place. Um, we've got more uh, predictions coming in. Mister Looks went two one. Gated uh, Facebook user that is obviously from the um, Heed Army uh, Gates of C Heed Army uh, Facebook group. We've we'll, we'll put it into there tonight to entice people to come over to watch either on the Heed Army podcast page or on YouTube. And see, this is one of the problems when you broadcast. You kind of get the Facebook name, uh, name up there of who commented. Uh, not through one to hear anyway. So uh, this Facebook users went one nil gated, of course, and one all draw from Joseph. So you can send in yours. Still time to do it. Um, I say we thought we were only going to go for 40 minutes, but uh, we had a great guest in uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Luke in Luke Walsh. Uh, so if you all just join us, uh, please do go back and watch from the beginning. And uh, we had a great chat with uh, Luke, the um, the Halifax uh, fan. Shock horror. We're on the telly. Ah, yes, I know. Yes, on the 24th, uh, 3 p.m. kickoff, away to Maidenhead, uh, BT Sport. Uh, so there you go. Look at that. Made it onto the telly. Uh, hopefully we're going to two birds with one stone, so they don't have to watch either will for the rest of the season and now. Yeah, it was. It was. It felt like an afterthought, didn't it, when they announced that one? Um, yeah. But uh, apparently, it's Sam Pelton that's been uh, sending messages on uh, the, from the group. So thank you, Sam. Uh, yeah. So no, going to be on TV. Hopefully, we'll we'll be able to broad, uh, broadcast before that one. I have reached out to um, one of the presenters from the um, the National League coverage uh, from BT. They have read the message, so hopefully, they'll come back. And uh, we may get them on beforehand, uh, Mr. Luke's. But also, Maidenhead game is on BT Sport. It certainly is. Just what we said. Uh, uh, also, good mention to Greg Ollie. His goal was superb. His all-round play was superb. I mean, you'd probably be the first one to admit that he hadn't found the height of the way he was playing last season. You know, maybe uh, I don't know for whatever reason. Maybe just finding his range. Look at you know, aiming for new players up front. He, he had a fantastic communication with Kedwin and Macaulay Langstaff. He's got new players to aim at, and his range, I would say, was just a little bit off in some games, but he's back. You know, he's got himself in there, and uh, that performance was, I think, what the captain needed, what the club needed. Well, and, I think yeah. you're being a bit harsh on him there because uh, Wrexham, apparently, by all accounts, he was really good there as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not trying to downgrade his achievements. I'm just saying that, you know, it was nice, to, especially at home, to see him back to the Greg Ollie that we know and love. That's that oh. was the, the, you know, and uh, I'm 
I'm sure there is more to come from that as well. Um, we've got a message here. Uh, been really impressed with number five. I think it's Richardson. He's looked good at the back. He has. Uh, I'm hoping his injury isn't too bad. I haven't seen anything to contrary that, uh, contradict that. So hopefully he's back in contention tomorrow night. He's yeah, been an yeah. absolute rock um, come in. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, whatever... Um, whatever uh, lineup it is at the back, um, you, you know, it's going to be a, an exciting lineup there. Story. As well. Yeah. And then, then you're going to, you've got Jevin Mills, as you say, made a good cameo when he came on, looked solid that we carried on where we left off uh, when, uh, when Kent Richardson left at the pitch uh, in that Maidstone game. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's all looking positive, all looking good. Um, still got time for you to send in your predictions. I've went three one. What did you say there, Mickey? One each. One each. So Mickey's going a little bit more reserved. I'm going right out on it. Um, but yeah, so fantastic stuff. Oh, right, cameos, Davy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Jevin Mills. Come on, he he put a good cameo in, and uh, Larry Hassani. Yeah, like Hassan. Yeah, he come on and done all right now. Now, talking about uh, some good players, let's talk about a great player and a player that did the club and the foundation very proud on Sunday. There he is, Ben Clark. He ran the Great North run in one hour, 44 minutes. Great time. Um, and hopefully raised a lot of money for the foundation. And uh, I say that, that's just Ben Clark summed up in a photo. What a lovely bloke. He's always got a smile on his face and uh, he's just a, a legend in my eyes. Just a he is, he's, he's not a great player, he's a legend. Yeah. It's, uh, so well done to Ben. And uh, it's it's always, he's, done, he's done the club proud on the pitch, in the dugout and behind the scenes and in the foundation. Uh, what a man. What a man. Let's build a statue to this man outside the stadium. Um, also as well, we've been working Lego. on... Yeah, Lego statue. Because <laughs> you don't have to buy the hair for the Lego man. Anyway, <laughs> like, we're working on new. Look at this man. Look at that. I was going for a laugh, going to make uh, Langley like four foot taller than everybody else <laughs> on this little graphic. But there you go. Subscribe, everybody. Subscribe and share. It'd be great. And uh, say, so we, we've been working on new things. So if we are talking about Mike Williams, something can go. Boom. There he is between me. Look at that, Mickey. Gorgeous. We could both lean in, give him a kiss. <laughs> we'll work out I'm delighted with that. He will, he will. Um, right, uh, we've got some more messages here. When is Martin back? I'm presuming he'll be back in contention tomorrow, whether it's from the bench or not. He was going through a fitness test on again before Maidstone, uh, quite a vigorous one, and he looked like he was moving all right. So, I, would, I was potentially thinking he'd be back for the Chesterfield game or in some way, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure, uh, it'll be Sorry, Wood. He said Chesterfield. Yeah, but that's who we're going to be playing last weekend. That's what I'm saying. I thought oh, you right. yeah. Chesterfield. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, another message here. Uh, we've always had good games against Halifax. Remember the three-three draw back in the Mills days when Madison turned the game around and Marwood grabbed the equaliser. Of course, we know uh, we know what that game kick started. And um, also as well here, yeah, any more news on the ladies' team? I see the manager has stepped down due to other commitments. Well. On that front, at the moment, it is Ian Watson with help with Rob Elliott. Um, at the moment, they're, they're training the girls until a manager comes in. The team, uh, unfortunately, had to forfeit the first game, um, I believe. 
there wouldn't have been a game this weekend. Um, so they'd be looking to get the the next game on soon um, and a new manager in place and obviously new additions to the team. But the ladies' team is here and it's here to stay. Uh, that's the most yeah. important thing, Mickey. It is. Um, delighted for the lasses. Um, some who are going to go are still here. I think we've lost about four. But they've got a, some new signings in who, by all accounts, are really good players as well. Are the really good players we've got. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, when things settle down and they get back on the pitch, and we'll be able to watch the lasses again. It's fantastic because them, them lasses have given nothing less than 100% for their two seasons. Yeah, and, and they've had successful seasons, let's not forget. Yeah, um, one, from, one championship, one promotion. What what you want in two seasons? And a cup. There was a cup in there as well, wasn't it? Didn't they do a double on the first season? Or did they get to the final? I can't remember. I think no, we didn't get, no we, we got to the quarter final or the semi-final against South Shields. Uh, any plans uh, lined up for player interviews, lads? Yes. Um, whether or not it's live or not, I, uh, the moment I'm going to put the feelers out on Saturday when I speak to Jack, um, hoping to get some interviews out uh, to, recorded, whether either in person with them or live on the show. Um, preferably would like to get some where they aren't live because in the event of like what happened this week, uh, when we haven't been able to put the shows we want, we want to have banked episodes like a pre-record that we can put out in the event of not having a show live show on just where it can just be interviews and you know topical things like that and just getting to know players because we want to keep the show regular if we can't do it live which you know sometimes happens we still want a show to be in the place we want to give you you viewers and subscribers something because you stick with us we want to keep giving you content so hopefully we can sit down with some players get some interviews and some footage from training and things like that. And uh, we want to build that up and also be able to use stuff like that in the build-up for uh, the commentaries as well. Uh, you know, we want to make it more of uh, an event. Um, you know, we don't want it to take away from actually coming to the game on a match day. But if you can't make it or if you're ill or working or abroad, we want you to have the next best experience. And uh, that comes from content and use interacting and liking and subscribing that that's how it goes that's uh how how the show will build and uh we need you with us that's that's the the main thing so yeah big thank you to everyone that has sent in messages thank you to luke uh we're going to wrap it up a little bit early mickey thank you very much uh always love doing it with you and the podcast ah uh, well <laughs> the feelings mutual pet oh well on that note of a loving thank you to everyone that has messaged in thank you to luke the halifax fan uh, if you're traveling down tomorrow have a safe trip enjoy yourself uh enjoy we will yourself. will enjoy uh, endeavor to put the commentary link out when we get it tomorrow and uh you know just remember like subscribe and uh get along on saturday and cheer on the lads against boring wood because that is going to be a slobber knocker of a game so really looking forward to it so we'll we'll see you all next time thank you very much and uh, radio, we'll play the, the outro. Yeah, everyone. Bye.